Amen. That you're awesome. Oh, thanks. James just said I'm awesome. If you didn't catch that. Um, hey, everyone. Welcome to New Life Manitou. My name's Brett. I'm one of the pastors with New Life. Um, hey, good to see you. Good to see you, everyone. Um, happy Easter. He is risen. Yes, it's still Easter, if you didn't know. In the church's calendar, Christmas gets 12 days, and Easter gets seven weeks. Because, uh, yeah, right up to Pentecost, is because one day is not long enough to celebrate that resurrection has invaded existence, and that God has beaten death by death. It's really worth celebrating. So um, we could give, in fact, we could, uh, I saw this this week, and... I thought it was just so, every once in a while you see a meme and you're like, you nailed it. Um, that's, that's it. That's what, and, and, um, it's, and one day is not long enough to celebrate this. So um, I don't know why I wanted to share that. Other than I just really liked it. Um, I don't know when that picture was taken, what, what all was going on in the picture. But uh, happy Easter, everyone. Easter tide is what it's called in the um, Christian calendar. And today is Baptism Sunday, as you have heard. And so I'm going to keep today remarkably brief. Remarkably brief. You'll re- you'll re- no, you will. You'll remark to me later. You'll be like, that was brief, Brett. Um, and so we're starting a new series on prayer. We're going to be walking through the Our Father is what it's called in a lot of traditions. So the Lord's Prayer is what it was called in the tradition I've grown up with. We're calling it Praying with Jesus, as you just saw, um, because these are the words that Jesus himself prayed. Jesus would retreat and he would pray in isolation. And eventually his disciples began to ask him, hey, Jesus, would you teach us to pray? Like we, we would like to like become like you and become like we would love to have your life. In. And so Jesus does this. He teaches them uh, to pray is what it says. Um, and the older I get, the more important this prayer um, becomes to me. I remember hearing it as a kid, and it wasn't that important to me. But if, if we want to become like Jesus, we start by praying with Jesus is um, maybe something that we could get in our, in our minds today. Um, in, a, in a way, uh, it's something like if somebody gets signed by a, um, like to play with a football team or, you know, something like that, it's not enough to just put on the jersey, you know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm a part of the team. Um, if you want to actually, like, thank God. <laughs> God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they include us in the team. And it's not our works that are doing anything. But if we actually want to become something, like be transformed and become, you've got to share in all the things of what you want to become is what you've got to do. You want to become a Bronco? or a Raider, or, you know, whatever, um, then you, it's way more than just a jersey you put on. You come in, and you learn to do what we, the team, are doing. You got to eat like us, and you got to train with us, and then you do what you, we do, and then you'll eventually become what we are. And so I've often... Um, in my life, been guilty of just putting on the Jesus jersey and not actually learning to um, live Jesus's life. But that is the invitation for all of us, is not just to put on the Jesus jersey, but that like new life is possible. Transformation is possible. Resurrection life here and now is possible. And one of the simplest gateways into Jesus's life is to pray like 
he prays. This is, this is the way he prays. And so this prayer, many of you are familiar with it. It seems super basic, super elemental. Many of us know it by um, heart, but this prayer is, maybe it's a little like whiskey or something, you know, it's like, it's like super concentrated. It's like super distilled, it like, but it has this incredible impact. It's like the life and character and mission and hope of Jesus. I kid you not. It's everything about Jesus distilled down into just like a handful of lines. And you want to know what's so genius about it? Jesus gave us a prayer that it's like a 30-second prayer. It's distilled down into like 30 seconds. And you know what's so genius about 30-second prayer is we actually might pray it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm too busy in my life. No, it's like 30 seconds. Like it doesn't take very long. Like we can pray it multiple times a day even. And that's uh, what we as a staff, as leadership would invite you into um, during this season is if this is... um, if you're new to, Christ, to the Christian walk, to uh, following Jesus, to the life of faith, we'd invite you into um, praying with Jesus. It's 30 seconds, a few times a day. So, um, and as we begin to practice this, as we, um, what we'll begin to see is Jesus' life is starting to get into us. And so let's jump in incredibly briefly, into Jesus' words in the middle. You guys are going to remark later. Um, In the middle of Matthew's Sermon on the Mount is actually where we're going to jump in. Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 5. And when you pray, verse 5, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray... Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Verse 9, this then is how you should pray, our Father... In heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we, or for, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Jesus says three times, verse 5, verse 6, verse 7, when you pray. Praying is like a human instinct. It's like a reflex of being human. We all do it. In this 2017 survey that came out a few years ago, 79% of Americans prayed at least once in the last three months. In fact, 20%, one out of five people who say they have no religious affiliation, like they check none on religion. No, no, I don't do that. One out of five of them admitted to praying daily. <laughs> like, like it's, it's like Jesus is saying, you're already doing it. Like, it's, it's hardwired into you. You're, you're, and so when you do it, do it this way. Do it this way. I want you to, I'm, I'm going to steer you. Do, I'm going to direct you. Uh, most of the prayers that most of us are praying um, can be boiled down into three categories. Um, it, the author Anne Lamont uh, helpfully put it, these it, together for us. Uh, they are thanks, help, 
and wow. <laughs> those are the three. If you boil down most of what we're praying, it's those. Thanks, help, wow. And, and these are good prayers. Don't hear me like say, like, better to be praying than not be praying. <laughs> Thanking God is a good thing. Giving adoration to God with wow is a good thing. Asking for help from God is good. But these prayers are a little like cheese puffs. Is what they are. They're uh, our youngest daughter, Daisy. Uh, she loves cheese puffs. Uh, most people, in fact, do like them. Um, in fact, according to a recent uh, survey in 2017, 20%, so one out of five people who say, I don't like cheese puffs, admitted to eating them daily. Uh, that's, uh, it's like really, that was a joke for something. Keep going. Um, they're easy to pop in your mouth while you're not like thinking about it. But cheese puffs don't have, I'm trying to let Daisy know this, they do not have enough nutritional value to get you through your life. Um, they're, they're probably not even enough to get you through your day. You know what I mean? They're, they are ultimately insufficient. Man does not live on cheese puffs alone, is what I, is what I tell her. Um, and so what all three of these common prayers have in common um, is that they are all reactions. They are all Prayer as reaction to what is happening around me is prayer as reactive rather than prayer as proactive. To get through the day, you need something more intentional um, than uh, cheese puffs. You need... Well, drat. I said uh, earlier that prayer, this prayer is like whiskey. You do not need whiskey every day. You do not need daily whiskey. It's a smoothie. It's an intentional prayer. It's a nutritious. I've been very intentional about what's gone into this nutritional smoothie. Yes, most of our prayers are reactive responses. And Jesus offers us a proactive practice is what he's, he's distilling. No, 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 he's not distilling. He's blending up his entire life's mission, his entire substance into a 30-second prayer because it is something that can sustain us and it is something that can form us. Instead of just wearing the jersey and pretending to be like we're on the team, we can actually hear it this morning. You can actually become more like Jesus. You can actually become more alive. <laughs> it's actually possible. Jesus has given his life to everyone in the cross. And so if we will just come to that place of death into him, we can enter into new life. Jesus says you can become what you're pretending to be. You can become what you're pretending to be. Don't settle for, verse 5 says, don't, for, for being a hypocrite, don't, a pretender. The word in Greek is literally the Greek word that was used in the classics for actor. <laughs> Someone pretending to be something. Don't, don't settle for that. You don't have to be a pretender. And don't think, verse 7, that you've got to like dump out every bit of word you know out into the ether. You know, it, like as if more words in prayer make you a better person in the world. No, like 30 seconds, just do it. Jesus says, pray like this. Here is the proactive thing that you can actually do and you will become like me. You will be a child of your father 
who is taking care of you. That's the way the prayer intentionally begins. It begins with the word pater, papa, father. You know what you should call God, is what Jesus says? You should call him father. We'll dive into that more next week. But one of the most, we could say it this way, one of the most um, important things that you can do is to proactively practice calling God Father because we are transformed into children by trusting that God is our Father. You are God's child. He claims you with everyone else. God is our Father, and one of the most important proactive practices that you can take in your life is to remember that we are God's children. You are God's child, eternally beloved by the Father. I have two children, Daphne and Daisy. They're five and four, and I'm crazy about them. I, I love them. I would step out. I could not stop myself from stepping out in front of a train for them if it would save their life. Um, I felt this way since the moment I met them. It's uncanny. Um, holding them and now them running around. And I think it will be this way for the rest of my life. And do you want to know what the gospel is? The gospel is that God feels that way about you. He is, in fact, he stepped out in front of the train for you. He's given his life for you. And do you want to know what the challenge of the gospel is? Our, our Father. He feels that way about the person that you hate. And we are all invited to learn to become a family together. The most important practice that we can do is take the word, the prayer of Jesus on our lips, and it begins with the good news and the challenge of our Father. Hear me this morning. You are loved. You are safe. Even in your pretending, you are loved. Even in your brokenness, you are loved. Maybe especially in your brokenness. Goodness, my girls, man, I love them. You may be in a hard season right now that you feel like the hand of God is against you right now. I'm just here to tell you, you may be in God's discipline right now, but it's not God's damnation. It's not. We are God's children forever loved and destined to be fully alive forever loved by him.